This is the Brews and Bourbon Podcast, beer and whiskey reviews by average consumers. Yo, what's going on? We're back. We're back. We're back. After a little break. A little hiatus. You know, we got a little complicated recording last week between school, work, and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving just happened. Happy late Thanksgiving to everybody. That's right. I hope you all had something to be thankful for, and I hope you had some good whiskey over Thanksgiving. For sure. It was a perfect time to have some good whiskey, especially with the weather. Um, hope you guys had a good holiday weekend. Yeah, I know. I Specifically me, I was drinking a lot of Woodford Reserve on Thanksgiving. It's a classic that we got to get to one day, because uh, we also need to get a new bottle, because we finished that one on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Woodford Reserve. Yeah, I had a little bit of Blanton's over the weekend. I had a little bit of uh, Buffalo. And I had some, I think I want to say I had some Woodford as well. Lots of good heavy hitters, heavy classics. Yeah, man. A lot of good stuff going down, especially with the good food. Um, You know, good environment. It's always good to have something good to, you know, accompany it with. Hell yeah, man. I ate so much on Thanksgiving. Like, way too much. I actually didn't eat as much, uh, as much as I normally do. Um, so it was a very, very hectic week uh, for well, me. Yeah, you, you sound know? sick uh, as hell right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sick. You know, all last week my daughter was sick, my son is sick. Uh, so just dealing with that, dealing with the holidays, dealing with work. You know, yeah, things got a, a little bit complicated. I have a barrier between us because this guy's gonna get me sick. I know. I hope I, I get you sick. Guy. Need to make sure I don't use your mic next week. Yeah, I know. I'm. I lice all it down. Lice all everything. Um, but nah, I mean, I'm doing all right. Um, should be good. good. Maybe I'll make myself a hot toddy here in a little bit. Well, you're about to have Uh, a nice cold beer, so I don't know what that's going to do for your throat, but. Yeah, that's going to be great. In the name of science. Now, we're doing something a little different this week because I have a bomber here, which is, uh, it's actually exactly one pint, so six fluid ounces. Sixteen? Six. One pint, six fluid ounces. It says six fluid ounces. Is that? No, I think it's sixteen. It literally says six. I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong for sure. <laughs> like a regular bottle is 12, yeah. and that's a lot bigger than one. Unless it's one pint and six ounces. Maybe that is what it is. Well, whatever Regardless, it is, it's a big bottle. <laughs> it's a big-ass bottle, and it's 65 IBU, so it's going to be bitter. By the IBUs, can you guess what kind of beer it is? I'm assuming uh, IPA, just because there's a big old hop plant on the front of it. Yeah, Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's most likely... Most likely a dead giveaway right there. Yeah, it's actually called On That Dust IPA. Where's that from? Where's that out of? That is uh from Washington State, actually. Oh, man. The other, the complete opposite. <laughs> the complete coast? opposite of what coast of Both coast. <laughs> Not coast, but. Yeah, it is the opposite. It's the opposite Pacific coast. Coast or yeah, the west we're, coast. We're like the deep south and they're the, the north. furthest north you can kind of go. The, the north west and west. Yeah. The southeast. So, yeah, complete opposite. Yeah, this is actually a seasonal beer. Um, How'd you get that? How'd you come across that? So I, I actually, uh, a friend gave this to me. So I, he gifted it to me, and he told me, like, oh, this is a seasonal beer or whatever. It's, so I looked on their website, and I didn't find any information on it. Like, all I know is that their brewery is fairly new. It's from Washington. Well, was he out it's there in Washington, or he brewery. just got a, his hands on it? Well, no, he works at Total Wine, so oh, he got okay. his hands on it somehow. Huh. Uh, Some illegal transaction? Know. I don't know where this More beer, where this bottle has been, but it's not even on the website. So it's a seasonal thing that kind of 
it kind of like went and came and went. So I don't know if they're ever going to bring it back again. So we fall okay. in love with it. Uh, it's a sad thing. That's huh? kind of got to suck. But yeah. Whatever. We're going to try this. Yeah. On it's, that a, it's, dust. A, it's a big bottle. It's a pretty basic bottle. I see it's brown. It's kind of dark. Has kind yeah. of like an off white and uh, green lettering. Yep. So and is it, that hop on fire or is it running? The hop is turning into dust. Oh, so okay. it's <laughs> it's because the hops are actually cryo hops. So, I don't know what that means. Uh, I, I don't know what that means either. But what it does is it increases the flavor with a huge aroma and clean finish. And all the byproducts are the lupulin powder. So it's gonna taste like an extremely rotten g- fucking orange. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so uh, or a grapefruit. Yeah, uh, uh, and this I'm getting all this information from the side of the bottle here. I'm not that, I'm not that uh, invested into the different uh, types of hops. I know there's yeah. different like. Yeah, I mean, just recently like I started figuring hops. out that there's a lot more than just a few. There's, there's quite a, a lot bit of different hops, and then these are hops. cryo hops, and so it's called on that dust because that l- l- lupulin powder is yeah. like a, literally a dust. Okay. That they use. Um, so yeah, it's supposed to be really, really good, really, really fucking bitter. So, so let's try it. Let's give it a shot. Uh, what's the uh, alcohol by volume? 6.8. Okay, so not too crazy. So I'm going to pour me a whole glass and you're going to finish the rest of the bottle because I'm not <laughs> drinking after you. <laughs> yeah, make sure you... Uh, what happened to the cap? <laughs> Where did the cap go? Turned into dust. Oh, there you go. The cap uh, dusted itself. Yeah, so make sure you pour yourself a big amount, uh, like more than half that bottle, and take a big swig out of it. Because uh, I'm probably not gonna enjoy it, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a huge, huge, huge sin for me to get rid of that shit down the drain. That's about half. Uh. You're gonna have to drink the <laughs> no, rest of that, bud. <laughs> My glass is full. Let me tell you what. This bitch is pretty fucking hazy. Yeah, it's really hazy. It almost looks orange. It it does. It almost looks orange. It literally looks like a blood orange, like the juice of a blood orange. You smell that? Yeah, what definitely. Is, I don't get grapefruit. I get blood orange. Yes. Or, uh, or ruby grapefruit. Ruby red. Ruby grapefruit. red grapefruit. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm getting. A rotten too. one, for sure. A rotten? Nah, I, I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling it's going to be pretty good just by the smell. Hopefully it doesn't taste too like rotten. Also, this bottle's a little bit old, so <laughs> it has been refrigerated. It has so. been keistered. Uh, probably. Made a long trip from Washington. Oh, but man. Bumpy ride, huh? <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially Kisa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take yeah, a go sip ahead and into take this. A sip. Um, You're not ready, or what? I'm not ready for this, man. It's, it smells pretty strong. It's one pint, six fluid ounces. So yeah, it's a pint. Whoa. Six fluid ounces. Yeah. No, that's a good whoa. No, this is like really good. <laughs> it's not. It's nowhere near as bitter as the bottle makes it seem. Oh, okay. Like nowhere near. It almost looks like orange juice. Yeah, uh, to be honest, it kind of tastes like a mimosa. <laughs> I swear to God, it kind of looks like a mimosa. It what? looks it looks like a mimosa with t- way too much orange juice. Huh? And it's kind of what it tastes like, bro. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Doesn't it There's taste a like a mimosa? Orange. Yeah, it I, does. I guess. You get like the 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 dryness of that of the hops that that you get from it. It kind of like. It kind of gives it that like champagne dryness that you yeah get you definitely do get some uh, dryness there at the end uh, you definitely get that bitterness punch kind of comes in like right at the middle of the of the taste 
the beginning you kind of get that beer taste then you get that real bitterness and then it kind of dries your mouth out like a mimosa with a lot of champagne would i don't know man this is good and it's it doesn't taste like it has a lot of alcohol like this could be pretty dangerous i'm kind of glad well, i'm not glad i, I wish i, I had mean my more. taste buds are kind of off right now so maybe that's, that's why i don't taste sick. as bitter as i would normally taste. no it's, it's really not that bitter It's not that bitter at all. The 65 IBUs are a lie. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely taste that orange. There is orange. That rotten it's, orange. It's an IPA. Uh, so it's, you're going to have that yeah, that bitterness. That but bitterness. It's, I guess from what I was expecting, that orange it's peel not chew. Orange. Yeah. It's almost like you bite into a rotten orange. No, I wouldn't say a rotten orange. I say it's like you bite into the into an orange. An almost rotten orange. No, no, it's like you bite it. It's <laughs> right like, before it's rotten, like it's real gooey. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like you bite <laughs> you bite into an orange and you accidentally bite into the rind at the same time. That's kind of what it tastes like, right? I guess that bitterness that you feel. I wouldn't say rotten, bro. I rotten. would say rotten. <laughs> that'd, that'd, <laughs> rotten oranges are fucking gross. Have you ever had one? Nope, but I'm pretty sure this is what it tastes like. <laughs> My grandma used to make a uh, orange juice with like uh, oranges that uh, were in my aunt's backyard, and she, my grandma didn't give a shit. Have she you burped would cut. She, no, I haven't. Oh, okay, kind of burp, and it tastes like tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> tell you, maybe you, it's just like you get whole, all the citrus fruits. My whole fucking palate is kind of off right now, but but bro, like my grandma, she used to cut these oranges in half, and she didn't give a shit whether they were like the ripest orange or the weirdest greenest, greenest rotten orange. Yeah. So like. She would make us an orange juice, and it was all bitter and shit, half bitter, half super sweet. Then, uh, like, I'm over then, here, then like, then you looking. get those those crazy oranges down here in Florida that are actually not oranges you eat. It's the oranges you cook with. Yeah, I know a lot of Cuban people cook with those. Like, they're like real dry looking oranges. Yeah, and they're like so they're usually bigger too. Yeah, or sometimes I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, we get a lot of weird citrus fruit in Florida. I mean, we are known as. To, like for oranges down here, right? Yeah, um, it's definitely going away. I mean, we're you know we're importing everything now. Yeah, and it's fucking weird. Like this Tropicana juice, I think comes from fucking New Jersey. Why the hell would you go oranges over there? We have so many fucking oranges here. Yeah, but we've been uh, dwindling down on our orange, you know, export. You know, all the orange fields are now communities and fucking yeah. housing fucking <laughs> for all the northerners that are coming and ruining my state. They're trying to, <laughs> they're trying, they're trying to get out of the cold. It's not my fault that your fucking winter is a shit fucking storm. I know, fucking northerners, stay over there, man. And if you come down here, don't fucking parade around and say your state is great because it's obviously not because you're down here. Yeah, and don't complain <laughs> about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Go back north, Bucko. They're like, oh man, Florida sucks. This winter is anything. Yeah. It's like uh, there's no seasons out here. Fuck it. Here? There's no public transportation. <laughs> I hate when people are over here like, man, you guys, you guys don't like seasons. You guys don't appreciate seasons. Like, I I love seasons. That's why I live in a state that skips all the shitty ones. Yeah, I definitely understand that, and I hate it. I hate it. You know, we're working on it. We're progressing. We're definitely, uh, you know, working on everything, uh, especially the public transportation. Um, and we don't can't come do over anything here and about the seasons. Yeah, don't come over here and complain. You know, we have beaches down here. You have uh, nothing. <laughs> Not to mention, you can't, over there up north, you can't go to the beach in freaking, yeah. what, December? Yeah, and, and I especially hate it when it's not a a major city or, or something very uh 
very very modern like you know if you're if you're coming out of Atlanta or you're in New York or Washington DC or Chicago or major uh you know metropolitan city then I understand you coming and complaining about it but if you're like from the middle of nowhere in Kentucky or something uh <laughs> don't come down south and and complain <laughs> you're from Kalamazoo Michigan yeah. or some shit or like some fucking random ass city in Indiana like nothing but cornfields around you like Tampa yeah, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't come down here and then start complaining. Or if you're from like Alabama or some shit, like, man, there's nothing good in Alabama. Nothing. <laughs> don't they have walnuts or something? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know when I drive through Alabama, I stop at the <laughs> gas stations, and depending on which gas station I get, sometimes I get weird looks. Yeah, yeah. It just depends where you're at. Yeah. Oh, the only good thing about Alabama it has a Bucky's. Oh, they got a Bucky's. Yes, Bucky's. I can appreciate it, Bucky's. <laughs> the colachis are fucking delicious. And they're not even from like, American. They're fucking, like, Swedish or some shit, right? They're uh, from the Czech, I think. From the Czech Republic? Damn, those Czech bastards know how to bake some fucking bread, man. I don't know. What, they put, like, fucking jalapeno and sausage inside that shit. Holy shit, those things are good. Yeah, those things are pretty good. If you never heard of Bucky's or been to Bucky's, um, you're probably not from Texas or... <laughs> From <laughs> or, or from like that area because I think that's the only area that has Bucky's. And yeah, there's only a few states. They're they're coming this way though. Yeah, well, yeah, to the east, to the west. They oh, to the west. No, I don't, I don't think I don't think they're expanding that way. No, which which is good. They have enough yeah. good things in the west. Yeah, I mean, like they got Chick Fil A and now they want to own that shit. Hell no, that's ours. It comes from the east coast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep, even uh, what what's the other one? Bojangles, Bojangles. That's is ours good. too. We own that. That's good. I don't think Where's they, that out of Atlanta? In, wet in the West. Um, I they don't. got Popeyes out there. That's from Louisiana, but so I don't know how far, how far it goes. It goes that way. No. Um, I know we're getting a White Castle down here in Florida. I just saw it on the news. It's coming Damn. down to Orlando. That's gonna be fucking. I'm ready for that <laughs> shit. Holy fuck! I love those fucking mini sliders. I've never been to uh, a White Castle. I ever. have. It's fucking good. It's a and you can get a lot of food for cheap. Yeah, I mean, I've never been. Um, I know it was a big deal, especially like that's like Midwest, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like northern Midwest kind of area. Yeah. But I mean, like, I wish a lot of the beers from that coast were more prevalent here. So I think. The beer needs to get on that fast food chain level where we could get everybody's brewing beers here. And but uh, there's easy. some there's something there's something nice about actually uh, keeping everything where it's like supposed local? to be. Yeah, local. You know, not I get fucking that. monopolizing everything and just expanding and expanding because you lose a little bit of that authenticity, a little bit of that touch, a little yeah. bit of that like homely, homey feel. No, you I know, I think I think for me, what the biggest thing is is you can't really export beer like that. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, with with anything, it's, it it'll just be a good like local thing to have, you know. Like you come yeah. down to Tampa and you have a Cuban sandwich, you know. But if you have that same Cuban sandwich in like the Cuban I don't know, sandwich was invented Oklahoma. in Tampa. The Cuban sandwich was invented <laughs> in Tampa. It was in Miami, no matter what anybody tells you. Yeah, that's a fact. That is a known fact. Anybody from Tampa will tell you. Yeah. Unless they're from Miami and they live in Tampa. Or they're from Michigan and live in Tampa. Or New York. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Then then they'll tell you it's from fucking Canada or some shit. Yeah, fucking. They just all start to confuse. No, but there's there's always a a good thing about that homey feel, that mom and pop shop, that, 
that local beer, that local restaurant. No, yeah, I love makes, our local stuff. It distinguishes, stuff. like, man, I want to go back to Dallas because I want to go back to because Lockhart. of this. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to or this I want to go to this brewery or I want to go to Chicago to try this pie that I love. Yeah, and it's not the or same this hot dog. When, whatever, you can get you know? it whenever. Yeah, it makes no sense if you can that. get it anytime you want. No, um, what I will say is I I know um, there was a brewery from Tampa that I found when I was in Los Angeles. So from Cigar City Brewing. That made it way out there in the West Coast. That's awesome. Angeles. I mean, but Cigar City is a heavy hitter. They are. They, they might are be one of the biggest. Uh, microbreweries? Yeah, I think. I, yeah, they probably. In, in like the a lot of people have probably heard of them. In the country. So, yeah. They're definitely the biggest one out of Florida. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Hands down. Probably the biggest one out of the East Coast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sweetwater's in there. Terrapin. Uh-huh. No, nah, I don't even think they put that, put out as much. Uh, technically, Sam Adams is a microbrewery. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. So yeah. they're from still. Uh, they're uh, they're not, but technically they started that way, so yeah. they kind of are. Nah, I don't think so. I think I mean they don't count. Super expanded. They don't count, but no, nah, they don't. But those are the OGs. Besides Mexican beer, like I like to say. Yeah, Mexican beer is the original craft beer. Uh, so uh, what are we drinking bourbon wise, man? Uh, I think uh. That'll suit me better than this fucking bitter beer. I mean, I love this stuff, so I'm definitely going to finish You want to take a sip cup. out of mine? Uh, nope, because I don't want to get mono. <sighs> it's not that bad. I've had it a few times <laughs> this year. <laughs> well, here, I, I'll give you a hint of what our bourbon is today. It has a little horse on the on the top. Man, can't confuse that you can't, anywhere. You can't confuse this little dude riding a horse, especially because he changes positions, so like... Depending on which letter you get on the cap. Yeah, I think you just gave it away. Yeah, I mean, of course you gave it away. <laughs> I feel like most people will think a horse on the cap. Huh? There's only a few uh, bourbon brands that have horses on the cap. Um, to me, it's it's probably one of the most elegant bottles, stance. It almost looks like an ornament, especially now at this time of year. I kind of put those two and two together. It's very elegant, very unique bottle. You cannot mistake in that bottle for anything. It's almost like a little grenade in your hand, and when you throw it down the hatch it just explodes with different flavors in your mouth hell yeah um, it's definitely one, one of the top bourbons this one and, that's been sitting you know, a while everybody's gonna is gonna is going to consider this being one of the top bourbons regardless if they're not a fan or not a fan you know of yeah. the of uh the buffalo trace company the yeah. distillery this whiskey or this bourbon in particular is actually blanton's uh and it is the original single barrel bourbon whiskey so it is. And they're the reason there is single barrels because yeah. of them. They 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 put it out first, right? Yeah, they wanted. They were the first people to actually decide. You know, I'm gonna make this barrel into these div, these bottles, and only this barrel is gonna go in these bottles. So when you look at the label, it tells you this bourbon whiskey dumped on six thirteen twenty seventeen from barrel number five sixty seven stored in warehouse H on Rick number seventeen. Individually selected, filtered, and bottled by hand at 93 proof. Doesn't that make it so unique and so specific to where exactly that was located? It just pinpoints the exact... It, I could probably find this on Google Maps, exactly where this <laughs> bottle came from. Yeah, you're probably right. And that's that's the beauty about bourbon um, and mainly whiskey in general. It has a real, uh, a real human involvement. Like, you can really tell people put into that that juice that you're going to care drink. about this. Though. Yeah. They it's not like coming out of like a distillery pumping out vodka. You know, Just there's people involvement, shit. people, 
you know, messing with the barrels, charring the barrels. Like, there's a lot of hand-crafted. Yeah, somebody, somebody tasted barrel number 567 and said, you know what? This is, this is one. This, this is the is, one that's going to be is, Blanton's. This one's going to be Blanton's right here. Yeah. So they pour this out, pour it into a. And if it's bottles. not Blanton's, what is it? Whatever isn't Blanton's is. There's a. I mean, I. I don't know that there's one is Weller? specific. I think that's what it is, right? No, well, because Weller's a weeded bourbon, so that's that's a little different. Because I'm sure that that's got a little bit of a blend of barrels. Um, oh, okay. I know, I know people say that whatever is in Blanton's is something else. I don't know that that that's confirmed. Haven't fully confirmed people, that. I don't think anything any of that stuff is like fully confirmed. Yeah. As to what what it is exactly. There's always myths and legends. Of course, there's always going to be those people, and, and there's a lot of history behind that. And I mean, we don't want to bore you to death with all the all the facts and all the history behind that. But uh, yeah, we've we talked about the Buffalo. Yeah, we definitely for talked about bit. it. We definitely gone into it. Um, Colonel Colonel Blanton was a real guy, and he's he's like the one that basically originated this idea of barreling one bourbon, even though technically it's it's really not cost effective at all. To to you know barrel one bourbon unless you're gonna price your whiskey a lot higher which, which this isn't that expensive it's yeah i mean i guess what would you call expensive because oh. if you're comparing this to like a ten dollar bottle of you know bourbon that you're gonna mix with coke or bourbon that's you're gonna take to a party i mean this this right here you can get it between 60 70 dollars and i've seen it as high as a hundred dollars around here i've actually seen it for 139 dollars yeah that's like two weeks ago that is a lot of money. That is double retail. Yeah, almost triple. Yeah, that's that's way too much. But I mean, if you People can get this close to retail, really I think we got this one for like fifty six, fifty seven. Like it was right right under sixty is when we paid for it. And from what I remember, this it's worth sixty dollars. Yeah, it is. Bottle here is the one that you got me for my birthday. Yeah, man, and it's a very unique bottle. Actually, if you follow us on Instagram, this is the one bottle I posted about. Um, it's all ripped up, and uh, people seem to ignore it, kind of throw it to the back of the shelf. Um, they were not really interested in it because I guess it kind of got dinged up. Uh, so uh, to me, it was very unique uh, due to the fact that it was the first time I found a Blanton's bottle. Uh, and, and it was, it was the day up. of my birthday. Yeah, it was, it was actually the day of your birthday. And yeah. uh, I wasn't actually looking for this. I just went in there to get you a bottle, and then I was like, Damn. All right, I guess I have to get this for him. <laughs> he, he didn't expect Makes to it. drop 60 bucks that day. No, I didn't. But it was, definitely, <laughs> it was definitely worth it, uh, and it's definitely one of the most unique bottles. It didn't even come with a box or, like, some of them come in a bag. It didn't come with none of that. It just came straight like that, <laughs> which I wasn't complaining. It was the first time I found Blanton's. I was super excited yeah. that I found it to begin with. Exactly, and it was very early on until, like, our discovery of whiskey. So, Yeah, it was just a little hidden, hidden gem. It really, it really was, and I think it was. We were, we were meant to find this bottle. At the yeah, time. and uh, I yeah, feel like if we didn't find this bottle, who knows if this whole our whole whiskey adventure would have, yeah, you know, come to fruition. We would have just probably got sick of it and then been like, ah, let's just try some gin or something. And I, and I definitely miss that liquor store. So unfortunately, yeah. it's not around anymore. No, I mean, uh, there's a liquor <laughs> store that took its place, but it's not the it's same. not the same. They don't carry the same things. Uh, I haven't seen Bland's there at all. I see Buffalo Trace there every once in a while. I've seen Eagle Eagle Rare once. Is? I've never seen it there actually. Uh, but yeah, it and this liquor store wasn't like it didn't have crazy amount of bottles. It's just every now and then you would find a gem there. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's that's kind of the best the best places because they usually aren't going to like overcharge you too much for for that. No, so they'll just charge you regular price. And actually when I went to buy the bottle, the guy was like, "Oh, I'm surprised it's still there." And yeah. I was like, "Well, it's all scratched up." He's like, "Oh, well, that's probably why." Yeah, people don't want it if it's all scratched up, which is kind of dumb, especially cuz a lot of people want to resell them, but to me, I think that I know like that that's not the point of whiskey, so don't don't be trying to make money off of it, you know, just buy a bottle, share it with your friends, enjoy it, open enjoy it, crack it, it open, and I'm see, definitely see what's inside. It. It's I definitely took, uh, I, I took a sip a few few seconds ago. Yeah, I've definitely been uh going into it. It's definitely good. Um and this is I feel like this this bourbon here is just like I have like lots of good memories of bourbon. I feel I mean with Blanton's. I feel like every time I've drank Blanton's it was I was at a good point in my life. Yeah, definitely. Blanton's is one of those things that you, you'll remember when you had it. Um it's forty six point five percent alcohol, ninety three proof. Um which is gonna vary because of the Yeah, and it, it that I think uh, it's very low on the alcohol for a single barrel. Usually, you see those things super high, like in the sixties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is a very smooth drinker for a single barrel, um, and it's not—it's like nothing I've ever had before. I feel like this uh, is really sweet. You granted, I haven't had a lot, you know, compared to you know a lot of single barrels. Yeah, but uh, it's definitely one that will definitely pop for you. And if you haven't had it, if you see it at a local bar, just. Definitely ask for a pour, unless they yeah. want to charge you like thirty dollars. Then I wouldn't pay. If it's fifteen bucks, maybe I'll do it. You know, I don't know, ten, twelve bucks max. Fifteen bucks is still kind of a lot. Kind of hurts. Kind of hurts to pay that much, you know. Yeah, especially if you like it, then you want another one. But it is what it is. Every now and then, you got to drop some, you know, some coin to have a good time. And it's all about having a good time. So if you're having a good time, you want to try it. Give it a shot. I definitely recommend it. Go for it. Why I not? can't even imagine somebody saying not to try Blanton's. <laughs> No, this is super overpriced. That's the only reason I would tell you not to try it. It's definitely one of the best bourbons. If Uh, I'm out with somebody somewhere and they're asking me about bourbon and I see Blanton's on the shelf at the bar and they're like, oh, yeah, it's $18 a pour. I'd be like, fuck that. We're going over here and we're going to try it. You're going to try it for free because that's ridiculous. $18. That that should be illegal. That should be... You should be able to, to. Isn't there like a law against price gouging? Not only during emergencies. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. This is a, a state of emergency. Fucking whiskey is whiskey's gold around here. Yeah. Especially these more allocated bottles. We need to. We need to take. This care is actually of the A. The horse is A, and I think the other one we have is a T. Yeah. Well, oh, and you can collect all of them too. Yeah. Which. Can spell out Blanton's. Yeah, I've I've actually the only other one that I've seen was another A, and then I think an N that I didn't buy. I've seen one that I didn't buy, and it was uh, because it was the same letter. Yeah, exactly. I saw the another A, that and I didn't buy it because I, I, we have A. Yeah, and I regret it. Well, I used to see it a little bit more often. Yeah, I don't it. see it as much anymore, so I I kind of regret it, but I don't know. I it, it's for me, it's more about. Actually collecting the tops and then actually having the bottle to drink. Like yeah. we we have a second bottle, so I'm not too worried about it. This We're bottle's about to almost get into empty. it. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's definitely time to get uh, worried and definitely time to start looking for it. I don't know about worry because if once I mean if we don't find another one before it's gone, then it's um I I like it and if I see it again after it's gone, then yeah I would have to buy it. Yeah, it's one of those things that's going to be really hard to find. 
I think it, uh, I think bourbon is growing in popularity and it's becoming harder and harder to it find. It is growing. Um, it's growing a lot. The only good thing about it growing so much is that there's so much to try. So even if you don't find the bottle that you're looking for, there's so much selection. There's so many good uh, products out there that, uh, you know, you can kind of dabble into other things and find other things you may enjoy just as much. Uh, yeah, and hopefully with the saturation of bourbon, uh, we stop um, having di- difficulties finding these uh, selective bourbons, especially out of the Buffalo Trace company. It's really hard to find those. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. And then they have like their limited releases that come out with every year that are I haven't even seen one. I've seen them. At, I've like, never seen them. I've seen one. At, I've seen them at ridiculous prices. Exactly. Yeah, like ridiculous prices. Like, like 800 dollars, three hundred dollars for like a, you know, a like a hundred and fifty dollar bottle. Junior. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I don't. I, I don't I've seen Stag Junior a few times, and I've never bought it, but it's definitely one that's that I hesitated to buy because of how punchy. It seems on on the bottle, it's like super, it, like super high proof usually. Yeah, now definitely, it's definitely something I know I can go and I can find. Uh, but all the other ones, the Wellers, the uh, Eagle Rare Seventeen, all the Pappies, of course, are impossible to find. But there's so much good bourbon out there that I wouldn't even bug. If you find those, you find those. If not, you just gotta go and find what you like. And for me, the best bottle out there is the bottle I can commonly find. I actually don't even have it on the bar right now. <laughs> Um, but that's one of my favorites. Yeah, and I mean, if you see Blanton's, as long as it's not ridiculously overpriced, get it because you're going to love it. So it's, good, uh, it's, a good, it's a good piece to have in your bar because it's going to look really nice. It's a good piece. That's a good conversation starter because you pull this out and people are like, oh, that looks really cool. So if you, if you can have one of these, which one are you going to choose? <laughs> yeah, and this is hard because I really like the beer. I'm not saying that the beer isn't good. But Blanton's has a special place in my heart, especially this bottle. I'm kind of sad that it's almost coming to an end. Yeah, there's probably like maybe two or three pours left this in it. This is my birthday bottle for my 21st birthday. So, uh, yeah, it's about time to say goodbye to that uh, bourbon. It's about time to get say goodbye to the uh, audience as well for this week. Um, I will definitely reach for the Blanton's as well. Um, not an IPA guy. and uh, this wasn't. You didn't like the IPA at all? Nah. At all? Nah. Not even a little bit. I guess it was all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I told you. <laughs> yeah, you, you're coming around to the IPAs, man. Uh, not really, not really. But yeah, I agree with you with the blends. I, I mean, it's just it's too good to ever pass up. And and, and and nothing against the beer. It's just blends is a super heavy hitter. Yeah, I feel like it was a very unfair uh, comparison here that we did yeah, this week. Yeah, it's definitely a, a different a different rank, a different class. They're not even in the same world. <laughs> well, of course they're not. One's a whiskey, one's a beer. No, but they're like <laughs> quality-wise, you know. <laughs> I don't think this uh, everybody brewing, everybody's brewing is up there with one of the greatest, uh, you know, I mean, breweries they're, they're pretty, in the country. They're pretty good. I mean, they got to they got to Nah. You think nah, this no is one way. of the best breweries out there in the whole country? No a- way. Absolutely not. No. Okay. And this is one of the best distilleries in the whole bourbon community. So it's not a fair fight. Yeah, I mean it never is really, but I don't know. Some beers will prevail, so some beers stay have. tuned. Yes, for sure, for sure. Stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram. Make yes. sure you like our stuff. And Thank you for listening. We're us, gonna definitely us, try to keep updated with the uh, the weekly podcast every Monday. Uh, just let us know what you think, man. Yeah, and let us know what you want to hear. If you have any suggestions for any bottles that we could find, I know somebody uh, mentioned uh, Chattanooga whiskey on our on our Instagram. So oh, okay. So I, I definitely am. Keeping an eye out for that because I have seen it somewhere, but 
I don't remember where, and I def I definitely want to try because it it's it's definitely one that's that's pretty good. And then I mean, if you if you guys wanna you know recommend stuff, send us a DM. Let us know what what's good, you know, in your area or what's like a smaller distillery or smaller brewery. For sure, let us know, and uh, we'll definitely try to reach out. Uh, we still have a, quite a few uh, that we're gonna try to get to that we're trying to plan accordingly. Um, definitely. We'll definitely we're gonna see. try to record a lot more too, so we can yeah, like hopefully keep up with the weekly thing, so we don't miss another week. Yes, sir. Yeah. So this is uh, Ashi signing out. Later, man. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Brews and Bourbon podcast, beer and whiskey reviews by average consumers.